Eagle looking great. Here we go. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Sci-Fi Wise Guys. My name is Chris. And my name's Anthony. Hey, Anthony, how you doing? I'm I'm good, man. Are we you are not a- listening at, to us at 1.25 speed. It's just me talking really fast. You're just trying to mess with everyone who is listening <laughs> at 1.25 speed. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Well, we know who you are, Raul. Your 2X oh, yeah, he does, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah, he does. What a killer. Calls himself a friend, listens at 2X speed. <laughs> we don't watch these bad movies at 2X speed. Didn't you say that you watched a movie? I did. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, wait a minute. Hold on. I watched one movie one time at 1.1. 1. 1. Yeah. No. And that, that, would, that, didn't, that didn't count. That didn't count. That it was the, uh, <laughs> the director's cut of Stargate. Mm. Oh, yeah. And I was in a time crunch. Fair enough. Because that movie's long. Speaking of crunching, the listeners don't know this, but you know this, but I, um, I bought a camera, a oh. new camera. Um, oh, I it's in your hand. Yeah, I uh, I was going to use it earlier, but I can't get it to stay on oh. <laughs> while, while it's plugged in. So, I just, you know, I have to, I'm sure that there's a setting that I'm not getting. Yeah, did somewhere. you get a dummy battery for it? No, just the regular old battery. Just the rechargeable battery? Um, and how long, and like it's, you're like doing video or taking pictures or what? Well, no, I got it for I got it specifically for the podcast. Um, oh, okay, but like you said, it was turning off. So, well, it would just I would turn it on, uh-huh. and it would provide video. Mm-hmm. I could see the video, and then after about five seconds, it would go cool. Oh, then it would turn off five seconds. Yeah, so I mean, I know- but it was but it was on because when I would unplug the HDMI cable, mm. the video would appear on the screen. Oh, so it's like going to sleep or something on the camera. Yeah, so I'm, I'm sure there's some setting that I just haven't figured. Yeah, out. Yeah, I had a setting like that on my. I have a Sony. I believe you have a Canon. I do that where you have there was some setting to make it show on the screen, and I also I think there's limitations on how long I can record with it, but whatever, I'm not recording. Well, so, so I can actually answer that question for you. It's 15 minutes. Mine, it's 30. I wasn't actually asking the question. It's 30 minutes. Uh, uh, I guess for, for I guess Canon's it's default for 15 because oh, my really? other Canon camera mm-hmm. that my wife uses for her job. I remember I, I set it up and I was recording. I was going to do a time lapse video of me scraping popcorn in my. Um, one of my hallways. Right. And right. I scraped popcorn for 50 minutes. And then I realized that it had stopped recording 35 minutes prior. And I was like, oh. Nice. And nice. then I went and looked in the settings. And it was. And I was like, 15 minutes. And then I, I asked a buddy of mine or a buddy of ours who was in marketing and used a video camera a lot. And he we told don't me have that, any mutual friends, Chris. Uh, he told me that the reason why they can only record for so long is so that they, because they, they can't sell it as a video camera camera because then it has to meet a whole bunch of other requirements oh that sounds like that's yeah. sure so that's why we those little like handheld cams that people yeah. use for like uh recording tiktok videos sure that that aren't their phone yeah that they can record for as long as possible because they explicitly are explicitly purchasing a video whatever camera that's dumb i mean i'm not saying it's wrong i'm just saying it's dumb oh i i agree <laughs> it is dumb so pretty dumb pretty dumb um well congrats on the new camera i can't wait for you to actually use it same yeah it'll be great it'll be it'll be the best the best thing that you've ever done i don't know ever i don't know i grew i I grew a really great beard once you did grow a really great beard once you know else who grew a really great beard who a character in the movie that we watched what did we watch anthony (laughs) What a segue. That was fantastic. <laughs> uh, we watched the 2019 American superhero horror film, Brightburn. Brightburn. Written by Brian and Mark Gunn. Produced by James Gunn. Directed by David Yaroveski. Yaroveski? 
Yeah. So I'm going to do it. <sighs> are uh, all those guns related? Yes, they are. That is his brother and his cousin. Mm. Yeah. So this okay. was uh, released to theaters back in 2019. Did Did you know this movie existed before you randomly picked it on Tubi? Uh, I did know it existed. Yes. Okay. You had, had you seen it? No. I remember it dropped in 2019. There was a plan to watch it with my uh, with my then fiance, and uh, we just never got around to doing it. So yeah. she's actually probably going to be really mad that I ended up watching it. Uh. Yeah, but she can be mad. <laughs> Let's get some facts out of the way, Chris. This thing on IMDb is sitting at 6.1 out of 10 stars with 101,000 ratings. The blurb reads, uh, what if a child from another world crash landed on Earth, but instead of becoming a hero to mankind, he proved to be something far more sinister? Bum, 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 bum. I guess the the elevator pitch for this movie would be, I think it's what I I pitched to you would be, mm-hmm. what if Superman was an asshole? Yeah, what if he was? Well, I don't think that's quite the pitch. I think it's more like, what if he's evil? What if he's a twelve year old kid who's been bullied in school his whole life? Uh, let's, his whole life, or for the fifteen minutes that we see it on screen? Well, for the first twelve <laughs> years of it. Uh, let's round out the uh, the user ratings. There's the facts here. Uh, IMDb. A median score of six, so very close to that 6.1 weighted score. Uh, six getting 26.5% of the ratings, uh, and then 24.9% getting rating it a seven. Uh, so a little above average there. Uh, rotten Tomatoes has this thing at 57% rotten with a 67% audience score. Uh, the consensus being, although Brightburn doesn't fully deliver on the pitch black promise of its setup, it's still enough to offer a diverting subversion of the superhero genre. Metacritic, 44 Metascore, 7.3 user score. Big difference between the two there. And then rounding us out is Letterboxd, where it's sitting at 2.7 out of 5 stars. And it's got that kid's creepy mask right there <laughs> on the uh, the banner. Yeah, so I mean, that's the premise, right? The premise is, what if Superman wasn't great (laughs) what if he was uh what if he was evil essentially we mentioned a whole bunch of guns but this movie stars elizabeth banks and david denman as this kid brandon is his name as this kid's adoptive earth parents and then jackson a dunn plays the titular brightburn is it the titular i don't know they the brightburn is the name of the city but also they call him brightburn at the end so Oh, Whatever. No. Yeah, not sure. However, he plays the main, he plays the kid who is an evil Superman type person. Person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also played a 12-year-old Scott Lang in Avengers Endgame. Yeah, yeah. He's He's got a nice little filmography. He's got 14 different credits. Um, he's 20 years old. Uh, maybe not even, not yet, but he's 20 this year at some point. I don't know the exact date. I'm not going to go look it up. Uh, so, you know, he's he's acting, he's doing his thing. He's got this lead role. We can talk about his performance shortly. Uh, uh, I, this is the part where uh, I guess normally I would say, hey, Chris, why don't you give us your thoughts and opinions? But you picked this out. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to mm-hmm. I'm going to take it. OK, feel free. I'm going to I'm going to take the reins of this podcast. Hopefully you'll get on with it instead of talking about it. This movie is OK. <laughs> I mean, the, I, I kind of. It's a 6.1 in IMDb, and I feel like that's probably about right because the performances are good. The special effects are pretty good. The, 
The cinematography is good. The premise is great. Uh, the execution of it all, everything put together, it's it's okay. It's nothing to write home about. Uh, I'm not upset with it. Um, the Calling it horror, uh, I think that's a stretch. I mean, I think it definitely has some horror aspects to it, but it didn't, I don't know, it didn't feel that way to me. Besides the just the egregious amount of gore in some scenes, uh, it was just a superhero film where he's killing people instead of being a good guy. I, I don't know. Like it just, it just didn't quite hit it. I don't know if maybe that's on the direction, if that's on the script, if that's on Jackson Dunn's performance, not sure. Uh, he wasn't especially creepy. He was just kind of blank, which maybe that's supposed to be creepy. I, I don't know. It didn't quite hit horror for me. And obviously the sci-fi elements are all there. He flies, he has super speed, super strength. He's bulletproof. <laughs> As uh, spoilers three three two one, his dad finds out when he shoots him in the head. Yeah, uh, good for him. By the way, I was like, good for you, good for you for being bulletproof or shooting no, his kid in the for head for shooting his kid in the head <laughs> on purpose. But all in all, I I think I'm just nonplussed. Like I'm just like, yeah, it, it, this movie exists. It made some money. They've teased doing another one for a long time, but I think James Gunn has a bunch of other things he's doing now with real superheroes. So this is kind of. Uh, you know, fall into the wayside. It was a bit, it, I guess the most horror movie, the most horror thing about this movie is that the ending was incredibly predictable. Well, it's a horror movie. They're all yeah. predictable. They're all, yeah. yeah, that's, so it was like the worst parts of a, of a horror film and the worst parts of a superhero coming of age story put together into this mediocre package. I mean, it's only an hour and a half. So if the premise sounds cool to you and interesting, I mean, it doesn't take long to check it out. I watched it on Tubi. I think it's available on some other free services as well. Tubi actually gave me a skip intro button that skipped the beginning credits of this film and jumped right to the start, which is uh, is like, why are you skipping the first minute of an hour and a half long? Okay, cool, cool. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Just lukewarm, mediocre, meh. Okay. I didn't hate it. There's nothing to hate. Yeah. Okay. That's that's the quickest I've ever given my opinion, Chris. I don't know. I think the Pacific Rim, the black, you were just like, it's bad. I said it was amazing. <laughs> and then it was bad. And like it ruined six episodes of Goodwill in 30 seconds. Uh, um, Kaiju Messiah. <laughs> should be our band name. The Kaiju Messiah. It's actually a pretty good band name. I like it. I um I agree with a lot of what you're saying, except I think... I think I liked it a little bit more. And I think the things that I like about this movie are just the fact that it's such a, um, especially when it came out. So this movie came out in 2019. We already mentioned that. A couple of other movies came out in 2019. Do you know what any of those are? I mean, a whole bunch of movies, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Four uh, years ago, they were making see. movies. You are right. <laughs> I I had this list pulled up and then I accidentally closed out of all my stuff. Mm. In 2019, Captain Marvel came out. Okay. Kind of cool, right? I believe also, where was it? Hold on. This is good pod. This is excellent pod. I don't have to cut any of this out at all. Let's see. Shazam, Hellboy, Spider-Man Far From Home, Endgame, <laughs> <laughs> X-Men Dark Phoenix, doesn't really count, I guess. Uh, Glass. Okay. You know, so just a, a couple of movies that came out in 2019. So, I mean, it's really, it's going up against a lot of other more maybe more traditional superhero movies plus Endgame, one of yeah. the biggest movies of all time. The biggest issue I think this movie has is that it doesn't 
go far enough. I think the premise is excellent. Like I, I was hooked on the premise of this movie the very first time I ever heard about it, which is um, like, I remember the trailers, which I don't know if like we, we did a thing for a hot minute where we used to watch a trailer yeah, right before we talk about the, the movie, but it, it was, there wasn't really a whole lot to go on. Like all we knew was that there was a, a short person with a creepy mask with red eyes and that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as more information started to come out, it's like, Hey, this is what would happen if like, it, it, it really is like what would happen if a Superman like person or Kryptonian came to earth and was a jerk. You mean that wasn't general Zod. Yeah. Well, but like grew up on earth. Right. It, like if Clark Kent, you know, like there's all those, um, uh, alternate world, comic books like the red like superman red sun right where he lands in the soviet union of all places it's actually pretty (laughs) funny or or there's one where he becomes batman there's another one that's kind of interesting but i think all in all i think the 6.1 is probably an accurate rating i mean i might bump it up to maybe a six 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 and a half six point four the things this movie does great i think i disagree with a lot of the critical reviews they talk about how like it doesn't come together right or or um it, it's it doesn't equal the sum of its parts i think is i guess what a lot of people are really trying to say sure and i don't really agree with that i think the biggest issue with this movie is like we spend way 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 too much time on elizabeth banks and her reaction and i get that because she's our proxy for the movie right right, right? um it because then it isn't so much a if if we spend more time on Brandon and the things that he does, then it's not so much a horror movie as much as it is a superhero movie. Um, and and whatever he does, even even if the things that he does are bad, right? The benefit of viewing this movie from Elizabeth Banks' perspective, because um, we don't really talk, we didn't really mention it, and they kind of touch on it at the beginning and they sprinkle it here and there. But so Elizabeth Banks and her partner David Denman. Um, so Roy gets fired from, you know, uh, Dunder Mifflin, he, Mm -hmm. you know, changes his name and he moves to Kansas, you know, uh, and as it turns out, he, as Kyle and his wife, Tori are unable to conceive children for one reason or another. And then they find a young boy, a young alien in the woods and they proceed to raise him as their own. Right. Which it's such a stupid idea. (laughs) You find a baby in a metal pod in the woods that crashed from the sky. You turn that baby in, like well, call Mulder and Scully up. Be like, "Hey, I got something for you." Well, I've this got is for you. Spoilers for the idiot of the movie. <laughs> it's yeah. Tori Byer, Breyer, because it, it, I, I don't think necessarily they had a bad idea, right? Like, there's, you know, she even says, "Like we prayed, we prayed, we prayed," and the universe answered, right? So they got what they wanted. The biggest mistake that they ever made was they didn't get rid of the pod. I think maybe oh, yeah. when he's like three or four, yeah, you you take that pod out from the shed, the barn, and you just go throw it in the woods. Yes, well, it would have it would have probably called to him either way, but I mean, maybe if you shred it but, to pieces, but no, but scrap, no, yeah. but you call. That's oh. when you call Mulder and Scully. Is years later, like, hey man, we found this thing out in the woods. I don't know how long it's been out here. Well, it looks like it's been moved. Ah, oh, weird. <laughs> That's odd. Well, we'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Or sit, or, Fair enough. or or you you ditch it out there, you sell the farm, and then you call it in. I don't know. That uh, yeah, that, that yeah. that's their biggest issue is they didn't they didn't cover their tracks. Yeah, they 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 decided to keep the pod, which I get. You know, I mean, we are also operating in a world where maybe Superman exists, so maybe they thought they were going to be Martha and 
Um, I don't even know Clark Kent's dad's name. You don't know Clark Kent's dad's name? Tom? Tom Kent? No. I don't know. It's not important. Oh, wow. All, all I know is Martha. Martha! Uh, <laughs> but um, I, I think the biggest issue is this movie doesn't go far enough as a horror movie. There just isn't enough of what makes a good horror movie, which is terrible things. Also, I want to shout out to Matt Jones, who plays Noah Breyer. Yeah. Because for the entire, you know, as long as he's in the movie, I was like, man, that guy from New Girl, he just, I think he let himself go. <laughs> that is that is not him. He, he, But yeah, but he looks like Nick Miller. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, that's not the guy who plays Nick yeah, Miller. Yeah, he's the, I was, I, I recognized him as one of the kids from Breaking Bad. Uh, and then when I looked him up, I was like, oh, he's older than us. Like, uh, I just had the wrong impression because this character's uh, a little meth head in, uh, in uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah. No, I've never seen Breaking Bad, so... Matt Jones plays Noah McNichol. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So he, he doubled Noah, huh? Uh, you never double Noah. <laughs> I, I think Jackson Duncan's performance, or Jackson A. Duncan, Jackson A. Dunn, excuse me, I think his performance is pretty good. Um, I don't really know anything else that he's been in that I can that I remember. Uh, oh, here he is, Glow, White Boy 2. yeah. Is it like, is his performance bad because he's a bad actor or is his performance what it is because they're like, Hey, we want you to play a precocious teen who's awkward and doesn't know anything about the world. Like, which one is it? Right. I don't know. It's problematic. I get where a lot of people like, you know, where it skews the negative. Like I see it. I see where people skew it the way they do, but no, I, uh, I just, I liked it. I I think I had fun, you know, shout out to Michael Rooker. Hmm. Um, who showing up at the end for yeah out of nowhere? <laughs> did you did you see um Rain Wilson's guy from Super? Yeah, in the bottom left hand corner. Yeah, there? I saw that was there. Yeah, yeah the the Superior. What was that movie that everyone that 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 ripped off Super? Where is it? This is the uh, this is the day Chris's memory fails. Kick ass. There. You yeah, go. yeah. When Kick Ass ripped off Super. Wow. I, th- I think well, I think they just I think they they came out at the same time a, a classic deep impact Armageddon scenario. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, apparently they've teased a sequel where yeah. they want to do like a team up thing, which is interesting. There was a deleted scene apparently. Um, there's an all or, or not necessarily. I think there's so a couple a of different scene. alternating endings. Yeah, yeah, and all where Caitlin, the the girl whose hand he crushes, apparently is in a lab fastening a robot arm. Yeah, sure. So sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So sh- that 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 just kind of goes <laughs> it kind of goes full circle. Like what you what you were saying about like the movie doesn't really fulfill its premise. It doesn't fulfill its promise of being a horror film where the the villain or a slasher film where the villain is Superman essentially. Yeah. It just like you said it just isn't quite there's not enough horror. It just it takes too long to get there. We could have done more psychological stuff with uh with his mother with Elizabeth Banks character Tori with like at the very end she tries to kill him which I was pretty 50-50 on whether she went through with it or not honestly but he cuts himself for the she mentions he never he's never cut himself broken a bone gotten a bruise whatever and then like right after that scene he accidentally cuts himself on the pod that he originally came from and was like oh well that's that's not Chekhov's gun that's not a red yeah right there on the nose right I could have I could see a version of the story where she is on his side where she kills her husband for her son, her adoptive son, where it gets, you know, more messed up. If that makes sense. Yeah. More into maybe a Friday the 13th type scenario or a psycho type. What is it? Psycho 
the one, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's when Norman, well, that's when Norman Bates. Right. With his mother and stuff. Like just like that weird, the make their relationship weird. You, if you're going to be, if you're going to go horror, go horror. He doesn't, there's, there's really nothing creepy about him. Part of that is because I don't, I don't, I just don't think it's shot. I don't know. I don't think it's done well enough for him to be creepy. But on the other hand, like we know because we've read the back of the DVD box that he's a Superman character. So we know he has laser eyes and can fly and is super fast and has, you know, all of these abilities. And so him using those abilities out of nowhere and freaking people out doesn't freak me out because I'm expecting it. If that makes sense. Yeah. There's some, there's some kind of like, um, gore porn going on with the way he antagonizes, like plays with his victims, but I'm not scared. Right. It's not, it's horror, but it's not, yeah. Yeah. It's not horror for me. I wonder if you see, you said there's a version of this movie where she takes his side. I wonder if, I mean, in my head. Yeah. Well, no, no, I know. I I get what you're saying. I'm just, I guess a different version of this movie. If, um, where like he crushes that girl's hand Mm -hmm. and that's the extent of anything he ever does. Right. Like he, he learns what he's capable of doing and his, his mom knows because she found him in the woods. (laughs) And, you know, she's the one who kills that girl's mom. Yep. She's the one who maybe doesn't kill Noah, but she, like, he comes home and he tells her, like, they're going to report me. She's going to, he's going to tip, um, you know, Aunt Marilee's going to tell the sheriff that I'm not doing well in school. And she's the one who cuts the brakes on the Bronco or something like that. Like, she's the killer. Right. And at the and very the end. Just, and you see flashes of the kid and he's just kind of watching this happen. Yeah. Yeah. Or. So it kind of gives you that. Yeah. Or or Brand, uh, his dad thinks that Brandon's the killer, and so all the way up to the entire end of the movie, you're like, oh my god, you know he's gonna try to kill his son, and then at the very end, like she's standing there with the scrap of the ship, and then she turns around and just glacks him right in the neck or something like that. That was some good sound effects. Do that again and for you, me. No, and then you're like, oh dang, she's yeah. a killer. Yeah, like yeah. something like that. I can see what you're saying. I guess yeah. like yeah, there's no twist to it. There's no, there's no what if because you just know, and that, that's kind of a flaw of the premise, right? As, as interesting as the premise is, what if Superman grew up to be evil instead of good-hearted? That premise gives away the goat at the beginning as well, yeah. and, and that's why I said it's kind of a, it's, it is what it is. It's a six point one on IMDb. I'm not going to argue lower or higher. I don't know how you could do any better. I can think of a lot of ways where you could go a lot worse. And I guess, yeah, I don't know. This is uh, the first movie or, or television show. This is the first thing we've watched in a very long time. Definitely the first thing this season where I have zero notes. I have no notes whatsoever. Uh, I, I have the title of the movie, Enter, Enter, Nothing. My only reactions were to some of the <laughs> some of the gore scenes. <laughs> uh, uh, it's, definitely, a, uh, it's definitely there for that. But th- There's a... Um... At the at, towards the beginning of the movie, when the teacher is like, "Who can tell me the difference between a wasp and a bee?" Yep. And then he's like, "Wasps are aggressive; they're predators, or whatever." And then he says, "There's a there's a there's a species of them that forces other insects to raise their kind, and then they take over the hive or whatever." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, I was like yeah, on the nose again." Right? There it is. Yeah. The, there it the, is. The, the foreshadowing is an eclipse blocking out the sun while you're walking outside, <laughs> and it's it's like, "Oh, look." Hold on a second. Yeah. <laughs> it, it definitely isn't trying to hide what it is. And maybe that's part of it, right? Maybe that's leading into like you, I guess like because the audience, me and you, we know, we know what's going to happen. 
because of the premise. And then they have the wasp scene. And then you have the bit where he cuts himself for the first time in his life on that one piece of metal in accident. Like, so like all of this stuff, it's just, I guess, I guess at the very end of the day, the film's not bad. It's just very shallow. Maybe that's the word I'm looking yeah. for. It, it doesn't just, do anything. I just wonder like how, like, cause the, like, I think the issue with the, the, the tagline is if like, what if he's, what if he's, what if he becomes more sinister? What if he's sinister? Right. Yeah. But like, did you ever find out who Clark Kent's dad's name was? <laughs> oh, I, I know. I was just letting oh, you. Uh, but like, uh, so why are Martha and Mr. Kent, um, like, why, what makes them so much better parents? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it, is, it, is it who Clark is internally? Possibly. Right? Is it who Kal-El is as a person? Like, as far as we know, there's nothing wrong with this kid up until the moment where the pod starts communicating with him well that's the whole thing like uh, the pod communicating with him and and talking to him in that alien language kind of it like it takes away brandon's agency he starts doing he like and we say he's doing bad things he completely lacks any sort of empathy from that point forward yeah like he just he just does not have it you're right like it could ask that nature versus nurture question, like compare them to the Kents. I mean, it can't ask that outright, obviously, because this is not a DC film, but they could, it could be asking those questions at a higher level, at least for the audience. Yeah. But then the pod talks to him telepathically in his dreams. So is Brandon, Brandon, did it make him this way? How much of this is just, how much of this is just him? Right. I, I, I don't know. And I did not like that plot device simply because it, doesn't it didn't even make me question it. it was just like okay yeah this is the pod and it but it doesn't matter because this is just going to follow this formula yeah. Yeah. i just uh it brought an interesting question to mind is like when when do you tell someone like that no when like when would the parents tell brandon yeah like because oh. if i remember like i could be making this up completely because you know as as you get older listeners of the show what uh, this is a true thing your your brain actually starts to combine your memories like yeah. it, it, what it does is it's like, oh, that thing happened to you when you were seven. Actually, it happened to you when you were four. And you just think you did. I seem to remember there was um, a comic book where Clark Kent, or Kal-El finds Clark Kent finds out who he is because of something very, very similar that happened to Brandon. Like he stuck his hand into the lawnmower and it mm-hmm. didn't hurt him or whatever. But like I think Clark got his hand stuck in a thresher and it broke the thresher and it didn't hurt him. And then like that's when his parents are like, hey, man check it out. This is, you came to earth in this weird spaceship, you know, at what point do you tell somebody that they're special like that? And, and like he, his dad's trying to give him like the weird sex speech, but like, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. cause, cause they don't really know exactly what's going on. They're just like, he sees, he's looking at these pictures of women's bodies, but now there's like pictures of like intestines and stuff like that. Like, and they're, they're like, well, maybe he's just interested in, you know, things. And without skipping a beat, they just automatically assume that this isn't the right time. Like, I feel like at the age of puberty is when you need to start telling someone very important, vital information. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, or at least right beforehand, you know, I don't know. I've never, yeah. I don't have any children, especially any adopted children, you know? Sure. Do you tell a 12 year old they're adopted? You know, like, I think I that's know. something, I, think, I feel yeah. like that's something you need to tell someone when they're really young. I think you just make it part of who, like you just tell them right away. I think you just, yeah. that's just something you get out of the way. And I, also not having adopted kids. I would assume that you just get out ahead of it. The longer you bury the lead, but he, that's the thing though. I think that Brandon in, in this film in Brightburn knew he was adopted. He just didn't know 
<laughs> he came crashing down from the heavens yeah. in a meteorite, right? Yeah, that's what I meant. Like, they, yeah. they need to tell him, like, hey, you came from space, bro. <laughs> I feel like, I, I, I feel like, and, I, and I'm trying to do a Google search to find out, but I feel like Superman's powers manifested much younger. Like, he had super strength and whatnot very early on. And so they yeah. were kind of forced to tell him why. As opposed to in Brightburn, Brandon turns 12 and then it kind of unlocks for him. Although it yeah. sounds like he had some sort of power, so he never hurt himself or anything like that. Yeah. It's just, this is one of those movies where we, we talk about what could have been as opposed to what is. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, like I said, what is isn't horrible. It's just not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a reason why this thing only made. Thirty million dollars of the thirty-two point nine million dollars at the box office. Yeah, it had you know like I mean? a up to twelve million dollar budget. I mean, that's not bad. Yeah. It's almost three times, almost not yeah. quite. I mean, it's like I don't I don't want to use the phrase independent because it was you know it was one of the production companies was yeah was Sony yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so like I mean, it released to theaters nationwide in Canada and had a yeah. worldwide release. It is not independent in the slightest. Yeah, yeah. it's just like I mean we I, I think we talked about it a couple seasons ago where they just don't. They don't make movies like this anymore. Like you, it's it, you really can't because especially a super, especially a movie, a quote unquote superhero film. Mm-hmm. If it's not a low budget indie B movie, like all superheroes must die, it's going to be Endgame or yeah. you know or another Spider Man movie. Speaking of which, um, I read a thing that um, Sony's going to replace your boy. Which one's my boy? The 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 Spider Man guy. Which one? The most recent one. Tom Holland? Yeah. Yeah, that guy. Oh, really? Um, apparently, they're looking about recasting him, so you might end up owing me a dollar. Oh, wow. <laughs> if he never appears in another Spider-Man movie. Oh, well, we said Avengers he would movie. never appear in another another Avengers movie is the, yeah. the bet, so we'll see. We got another year for another Avengers movie, I think. Comes out next year, yeah? I don't know. I've, I, haven't I, don't seen, know yeah. I haven't seen any of them since, I think... Quan Chi or whatever it's called, Shang Chi. I've kind of kept up. I haven't watched the latest one, but um, I want to. I like I like Ant Man. I like the last one. I like the first one. So just haven't uh, haven't got there quite yet. Oh, okay, all right, man. Uh, idiot of the film has got to be the mom. Yeah, it's yeah, it's Tori Breyer. Yeah. yeah, for for lying to the cops, <laughs> for lying to her husband, and for lying to herself, and for lying to her kid, and for for being a liar. Yeah. Being did you liar. have a did you have a um cameo corner? My cameo corner was going to be Matt Jones because he's in the movie a lot. <laughs> but he's in the movie a lot. Like there's really not any like cameo performances. Um I liked that you brought up David Denim, Denman being in The Office earlier uh because <laughs> well he was he was just in I watched this show on Netflix called The Recruit, not sci-fi. Uh so not something we'll put on the show, but it's it's about a uh a CIA lawyer. And his, and his stuff. <laughs> it's really interesting. It's really funny. Okay. Uh, but David Denman plays a character, a mm. chief, of, chief of staff or head of the NSA. I, I don't remember. And so I kept staring at him going, where do I know him from? Because this, <laughs> this character in this show or this movie and the character he plays in The Recruit, completely different people. Sure. Yeah. Like it was like none of the mannerisms were the same. I just kept staring at his face. It's like, hmm. Yeah. Hmm. The first time I ever saw David Denman on screen is in a, a little-known football movie called The Replacements, where he plays a deaf football player. Is he in The Replacements? Yeah, he's the tight end. Okay. I saw that movie when I was... I think it was his feature link debut. Yeah, 2000, yeah. Ooh, also in The X-Files. Excellent. Um, 
no, he, he, I'm like, I was like, man, that guy's pretty cool. And then like later on, I'm watching the office and I, I mean, I didn't watch the office when it first came out cause I just didn't know about it. And I didn't sure. have cable television, but like years later I'm watching the office with a couple of friends and I was like, holy crap, <laughs> that's the guy from uh, the replacements. No, my cameo corner, uh, I mean, I think by default it has to be Michael Rooker because it's literally a cameo. That's fair. That's fair. But it's day, it's Gregory Allen Williams who played the sheriff. Okay. Uh, sheriff Deaver. And the reason why it's him is because he was in a little known game called Fallout New Vegas. Was he? He is casted as additional voices. And when I was, I was watching this movie last night and I was, um, I was also additional making dinner. Voices. Um, like I was doing prep work in the kitchen. Um, like going in between the kitchen and coming out watching the movie. And I heard him talking while I was in the kitchen. And I was like, is that, is that Fallout New Vegas? And I walked, I walked into the living room and he was talking and I was like, and he started talking again and I just closed my eyes and I was like, holy crap, he's, nice. he's in Fallout. Um, and then I looked it up. He's also in Avatar the Game. Avatar, the the movie, the game, the, or the TV yeah, show, the, the game? The, the blue elf people. Blue elf people. But he's got an extensive IMDb. Yeah, I'm scrolling through it right now. It's yeah. pretty intense. He's an old school, mm-hmm. be cool, major league. That's pretty rad. Um, lots so of yeah. just lots of TV um, guest spots, some longer than others. He was in West Wing for a little bit. Yeah. Looks like, are these? Oh, okay. No, okay. I was looking at, um, I guess some of his credits are Greg Allen Williams and others are mm. Greg Allen Williams. Like they combine the Greg and Allen. That has to be a mistake. More than likely. Yeah. Oh, he did his run on uh, NCIS Los Angeles. 200, oh no, 24 episodes of Baywatch Nights as Garner nice. Ellerby. <laughs> Very nice. We should uh, we should review. Is that the one with the aliens? What, Baywatch Nights? I don't know. Yeah. Him. I'm clicking it. Yeah, American Science Fiction Mystery Drama Television Series. Yeah. It's when it becomes sci-fi. Mitch's cases suddenly take a hard turn towards supernatural horror. <laughs> I mean, I'm in it. There's 45 episodes. We can probably we can put these on a bonus feed if ever if, it, if people the the people want it. We can put don't it on a hassle bonus the feed. Hoff. Do not hassle. Oh, the Hoff. Gregory Allen Williams is like a he's like the primary character. Yeah, he's in all. He's in, well, no, he's in 24 episodes. Red versus out of the 45. So I mean, he's not primary, but he's he's up there for sure. Neat. Neat, okay, neat. guys. For, uh, for the I, second season, facing slipping ratings, which were never good as the original series, the producers decided to switch to a science fiction format inspired by the success of the X Files. Yeah, that's yeah, 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 hilarious. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, I'm glad you found this. This is very different than what we normally watch. Uh, we don't usually watch horror, and then we don't usually watch superhero films. So getting a combination was was interesting. Even though I'm a little uh, nonplussed overall, the, I like the variety for sure. It's more like meh burn. Sorry. Oh, wow. Uh, wow. Going to need some ointment for that. Um, if y'all have suggestions for other movies, television shows, shorts uh, that you that you think we should review or you just want to make us watch, uh, please let us know. You can email us sci-fiwiseguys at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on social media at sci-fiwiseguys, wherever that may be. Uh, just let us know where what it is and where to watch it, and we'll check a look at it. Stay healthy. Stay hydrated. And if um, you and your partner are about to try to make a baby and uh, a pod crashes into the woods and there's a child in it, call the authorities. <laughs> call the authorities. 100%. Yeah. Turn that kid yeah. into the authorities. It's not yeah. worth it. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.
I had a bit that I didn't want to do, but it was like, how would you have killed your kid? Because <laughs> 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 like, I like, I had like a bunch of, I had like, like a whole thing written out and I was like, oh no, control A, delete. <laughs> delete. No, I'm not going to, not going to put this on wax. Nope. No wow. Do that. No, I'm not going to do wow. it. Wow.